When you leave your employer, well, the easy button or the path of least resistance is just to leave your 401k right where it is and not roll it, especially if the account has done pretty well for you over the years. And if you do roll it, will it really be that financial stairway to heaven that most financial advisors would like you to believe? We're going to dive into that topic on today's episode of the Retirement Income Show. Welcome to the Retirement Income Show with Michael Eastam, where we're building your tomorrow and brought to you by Fellowship Financial. Be prepared to hear ideas, concepts, and strategies that may challenge the way you were taught to think about saving and investing for retirement. It's time to roll up our sleeves and get to it. Now, here's this week's Retirement Income Show, where we're building your tomorrow with your host, Michael Eastam. Hello, everyone. I'm Michael Eastam. Thanks so much for joining us on today's episode of the Retirement Income Show, where it truly is all about the income. And today, we're going to help you with that age-old decision about what to do with your 401k if you're retired or maybe if you left your job and you've gone to another employer. Should you roll it out or should you leave it right where it is? Now, there's lots of things to consider when you're faced with that decision. And as always, we want you to have all the facts, all the data points so that you can make the best and most informed decision. Now, when I talk about a 401k, what I'm specifically covering is the whole gamut of employer-based retirement plans. See, you might be in the medical field or you might be a teacher and you have a 403b, or maybe you work for the city or for some municipality and you've got a 457 plan or with the federal government, you have a TSP or thrift savings plan. They're all very similar. Some might have different limits on the contributions. Some might have different ages where you can withdraw or roll over without a penalty or something along those lines. But the truth is that they're all very similar and 401ks are the most well-known. So the term 401k is kind of a proxy for all the rest. Each one actually refers to a different section in the IRS tax code regarding employer-based retirement plans. And if you're not sure what to do with your 401k, give Fellowship Financial a call at 844-308-4861. That's 844-308-4861. Or go to fellowshipfinancial.com. That's fellowshipfinancial.com. And take advantage of our free retirement risk review where we make sure that you've got all the key pieces in place and you can make that all-important informed decision about your 401k. It's something that we offer free of charge to all of our listeners to identify and to fix any of the risks that may exist in your current retirement strategy, helping you to build your retirement with confidence. And as a PFS, CPA, we proudly serve you as a fiduciary. Our goal is to give you holistic, complete financial advice, helping you to make good, important decisions. So don't waste another minute. Call Fellowship Financial right now. Schedule your free retirement risk review at 844-308-4861. That's 844-308-4861. Or go to fellowshipfinancial.com. Well, thanks so much for joining us on this episode of the Retirement Income Show. It's great to have you with us. I'm Michael Easton with Fellowship Financial Group, 
And today we are helping you decide what's best for you to do with your 401k. And just recently I talked to a listener named Cameron who was wondering what to do with his 401k when he left his job. You see, he discovered that he only had a handful of investment options and he was kind of frustrated. Well, I helped him see that 401k plans are generally designed more for younger workers with investment options like mutual funds or bond funds or something called a target date fund, which is a little bit more complex mutual fund. See, things like these are meant to attract younger workers to help them to grow their hard-earned savings because they still have plenty of time before they need the money. And as a result, when the stock market goes down, they can dollar cost average, or that means basically buy more shares when the market's down, when the market drops. And even though you lose money in the stock market just by market value, the fact is when you get a little older, your strategy changes. But when you're younger, you still have time before you need that money. So you can ride out a really bad long market. The problem is when you get a little bit older, then things change. You don't have the time to recover before retirement. You want to become more conservative with things like individual bonds or bond-like instruments, things that we refer to as income-oriented investments. The problem here is that they're going to be very limited or even non-existent inside your 401k. In fact, when it comes to your company holding your 401k, if you're gone, it costs the company money to hold on to it. Every single year it sits there. They've got admin fees. They've got fees that are required to file a form 5500, a tax return for the IRS. And that can get very expensive for companies. So they're very happy to have you roll it out and take it away from them. Also, you don't normally see many higher income options inside these plans, even if there are bond funds, for example. There's several reasons for that. But for most consumers... It seems like the plan has a fairly diversified list of options, right? They might have a few bond funds and lots of types of stock funds and maybe even a few target dates thrown in there. And these target date funds, I mentioned they're a little bit more complicated, but they're designed to become more conservative over time as you get closer and closer to retirement. So why aren't those things suitable for your retirement? Well, I'm glad you asked. Well, the biggest reason is that they really don't generate income to the level that most retirees need or want. So think about that equation that we always talk about on this show. TR or total return equals I plus G or income plus growth. So when you're at a young age, all you want to do is make money on your money, right? You want total return. You really couldn't care less whether it comes from income or it comes from growth. It doesn't really matter to you. You just want to get that total return. Or in other words, that market value, you want that number to be as high as possible. But when you get into those transition years, the 10 years or so before retirement, all of a sudden your priority isn't total return anymore. It should be focusing more on income, right? I mean, you want to make sure that that is the thing that's driving your decisions or that's driving the consistency in your retirement. And you see, here's the thing. Most of the time inside the 401k, 
you don't see high dividend stock options on the list. And why is that? Well, listen, it really comes down to the fund managers themselves. You see, most investors are programmed to think total return, total return, total return. They don't think of the purpose of their money. You see, if I'm a fund manager, ask yourself this question. Do I want to maximize total return or maximize the income that's being generated? Because we're programmed that way. All the big fund families, they typically are going to want to focus on getting total return. And, you know, when you think about it in the big picture, the fact is their bonuses are paid to the fund managers. They're typically based on total return. I mean, imagine that critical piece to understand with respect to how things are available inside your 401k. I'm Michael Easton with Fellowship Financial. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Retirement Income Show. Well, today we're talking about what to do with your old 401k. And if you missed any of today's show, you can always review it by going to fellowshipfinancial.com. That's fellowshipfinancial.com. Click on the radio show tab and listen to this or any archived episode of the show on that website. Now, earlier in the show, I said that the term 401k is really just a proxy for things like 401a or 403b, 457 or TSP or other employer-based plans. And we talked about how most employer plans are designed to attract younger people who are more aggressive in their investments. They're farther from retirement, able to stomach and even benefit from a turbulent stock market. These plans are really not designed to cater very well at all to people who are in that all-important retirement red zone. You see, since it's very rare that any of these plans have options that generate true income that retirees need, they're not necessarily the bed, the best plan, uh, best place for your money to be. And if you're still in the red zone of retirement and you're still working, you're contributing to your employer plan. Well, what do you do if you want to make the shift in strategy to income? This is one of those little known tools that I like to shout from the mountaintops because a lot of companies do a real poor job of letting their employees know that it even exists. You see, in most cases, once you reach a certain age, depending on the plan, you may be able to do something called an in-service rollover. And this is where you can take the vested lump sum in your plan, you can roll it over tax-free into an IRA, and in that IRA, you can control it. You can invest in just about anything that you want. And it's very important to do it the right way because... I recently read a Harvard Business Review study that came out and showed that 41% of people cash out their 401ks when they leave their companies, completely mishandling it when they leave. And that creates a massive tax bomb because the term distribution is different from a rollover. One is taxable and the other one is tax-free. So please... Take the tax-free option. That one's always going to be better. And by taking this step, now you open up the entire universe of investment options that are available to you out there. Not just by the Fidelity or the Vanguard fund list that your employer gives you. And by making sure that you do this or when you do this, this allows you to shift your strategy to a more appropriate 
income-based strategy, the approach that matches the stage of life that you're in. Also, you want to remember the in-service rollover doesn't keep you from benefiting from contributing to your 401k out of your paycheck or from getting matching money from your employer contributions. So don't miss that very, very important tool. Too many times I talk to people that don't even understand that distinction. They're afraid that number one, if they take the money out of the 401k, they're no longer able to contribute. That's false. That's a 401k myth. And they also think that if they take the money out of their 401k, it's going to be taxable. Well, it can be if you do it the wrong way. That's the second myth. And the third myth is that if you take money out of your 401k, your employer is not going to match any of your money anymore. And again, that's not the case. You don't close the 401k. You simply take that vested balance and you shift it out into an IRA that you control, changing the strategy to one that's more important for the stage of life that you are in. And you may need some help getting this in-service rollover done the right way. The best way to do that is to call our team at Fellowship Financial. We do it all week long and we can help you get it done in an efficient manner, setting you up for success in your stress-free retirement. It's just another way that we love to help our loyal listeners from the Retirement Income Show. Well, thanks again for joining us on the Retirement Income Show. I'm Michael Easton with Fellowship Financial. And today we're clearing the fog and hand on handling your old 401k. I want to thank all of our regular listeners. We're always grateful to have you along, but make sure you get your friends and family tuned in to the Retirement Income Show. We make it real easy for you to connect them to the program simply by pointing them to fellowshipfinancial.com. That's fellowshipfinancial.com. Click on the radio tab. What a great way to show them you care about their financial future as well. And another of the biggest factors that you need to know about when you're deciding whether or not to roll over your 401k or your 403b is this, you know, think about this comment or this thought. Do you believe that you're in the time of your life where you need to focus on shifting your strategy from total return to an income focus? Remember, 401ks are typically going to be growth focused using mutual funds and bond funds, things like that, not giving you the options that you need to make a genuine or a true shift. And if that's the case, then perhaps an in-service rollover is, uh, is the best way to go. But it's just as important to ask yourself, how are you going to make that shift? And this is where a lot of times people get lost. You might be a do-it-yourselfer and maybe you did a great job picking mutual funds in the past, and you are thinking, hey, I might make a hobby out of managing my money in retirement. Well, you got to think about this question. Is that really the way that you want to spend your retirement? I mean, maybe it is. But if you do, then you'll need to educate yourself on the universe of income generating options. In other words, how to analyze things like individual bonds or bond-like instruments. And then understanding the subtleties in each of those categories. And for most people, I can tell you this is going to be a don't try this at home proposition because income investing is truly more of a specialty. It's like being a heart surgeon, if you will. And the same is true in the financial planning world. You need to find out if your current financial advisor 
is well-versed in true income, especially if you've been working with the same advisor for many, many years while you were building your financial worth. Now, when you need to change the strategy, he might've been doing a great job for you in the growth phases, right? And he's probably going to be tempted to try to help you in the income world. But if that's not really his specialty, it's kind of like asking your general practitioner to do a rotator cuff surgery on you. I mean, that's probably not going to end very well. It can be extremely dangerous. You got to remember, you only get one chance to retire and to stay retired. You need to get it right. And focusing on income is most definitely a strategy. The types of tools that you use, whether they're individual bonds, their preferred stocks or exchange traded debt, BDCs, REITs, even some fixed annuities can work well in that environment. The right mix of those tools is going to make a difference in your life. And you've got to make sure that you get it right to protect your stress-free retirement. How to handle your 401k or your employer plan when you get close to retirement or into retirement can be a tricky proposition and a tricky decision. The same with handling a 401k that you left at a prior job. Take some time, consider the options available to you, and also how to make sure that you have the best strategy to carry you successfully into and through retirement. Remember, you only get one chance to retire for life. Getting this right can put you in a place to enjoy the retirement of your dreams on the road to your stress-free retirement. Well, I'm Michael Easton with Fellowship Financial. Believe it or not, that was a fast session. We are out of time on this episode. Thanks again for being here. Please make it an amazing week with the ones you love. And we'll be back again soon with more of the Retirement Income Show. That's all the time we have for today. To speak with Michael Eastham off the air, call 844-308-4861. That's 844-308-4861. And for more information about Fellowship Financial, visit us online at fellowshipfinancial.com. That's fellowshipfinancial.com. We will be back again next week at this same time for another Retirement Income Show. The opinions expressed on this radio show are based upon information considered reliable, though it should not be relied upon as such. Information presented is for educational purposes only. Moreover, no listener should assume any discussions or information presented serves as the receipt of or a substitute for personalized advice or from any other investment professional and is not intended as an offer of solicitation for the sale or purchase of any specific securities, investments, or investment strategies. Advisory services offered through Fellowship Investment Advisors, LLC, a registered investment advisor. Fellowship Financial and Fellowship Investment Advisors, LLC, are affiliated entities.